0: Even though the city was not enforcing the governor's new mitigation order over the weekend that says no indoor restaurant or bar service, city police were asked to take a close look at compliance with previous orders on masks and social distancing and capacity limits of various establishments. Police Chief Kenny Winslow joins us now to talk more about that aspect of the enforcement effort. Chief, we appreciate the time. I know it's been a busy day and a busy weekend for you. Thanks for taking a few minutes.
1: No problem,
0: Jim. Thanks for having me. All right. So uh, the the uh, mayor's office indicated to us the goal was to check at least thirty establishments over the weekend to make sure that earlier executive orders from the mayor were being complied with. How'd you go about doing this, and what did your officers find?
1: Well, we we conducted eighty four checks uh, from about two o'clock on Saturday through uh, uh, this morning of at, at our local restaurants and bars. Uh, to include uh, 68 of those types of establishments plus 16 convenience stores that the officers did on their own, and we found one violation. And uh, uh, what we're finding, obviously, is that most of our restaurants, they're abiding by the, the, the executive order. They're you know they're abiding by, I should say. And what we're really looking for when we go in there is we're really concentrating on, A, do they have the proper appropriate signage out front to alert people that they need to be wearing a mask, et cetera. Two, whether or not they're social distancing in the business. Three, uh, everybody has to have a seat at a table or that there can't be more than 10 at a table and the tables have to be six feet apart. Those are really the things that we're looking inside of our restaurants and bars, uh, you know, and concentrating on the previous executive order. Now, whether or not there's changes to the executive order forthcoming, those are things we kind of talked about, and we'll see what comes out of this meeting tomorrow or this uh, joint effort. The one thing that I want to stress and is that, you know, and I've stressed it and made my – opinions known as that there has to be consistency amongst the city, the county, and preferably even the entire region. Uh, the Springfield Police Department want to step up and do their part, but it has to be a conservative effort, you know, to hopefully uh, drive down these positivity rates in order to get our businesses, uh, uh, allow them to stay in business, you know. So, again, I'm not a medical professional. We're going to follow their lead. I know they have some input on this, too, and how we move forward. But right now we are in the, uh, basically enforcing the current – Mayor's executive order, which I believe is executive order number six. Uh, and we will continue to do that. Uh, we've asked our officers that every officer every day we've mandated that they do at least one check in their beat. So that'll be about 40 checks per day, if not more, um, to make sure that people are compliant for the safety of our community.
0: Now, I wanted to make sure I answered you correctly. You said you found one violation out of, uh, of 84 establishments that you checked.
1: That is correct. And we hit establishments, like I said, at various times of the day. Uh, throughout the day at various uh, locations around the city. you know, So it's in all areas of the city, every quad. We break the city down into quads. Uh, they're in every quad. We checked every 3 o'clock bar after 1 a.m. on uh, Friday night going or Saturday night going into Sunday morning, uh, again, and found the, just the one violation out of those four to five things that we're really concentrating on.
0: Uh, can you tell us the nature of the violation or where you found it?
1: I don't have the report in front of me, and i got to be honest with everything else going on with the election today. I haven't even had a chance to read the report. I would just receive the email saying the name of the establishment, which I'd rather leave out right now uh, until they're notified. Uh, that police report was completed. It is sent to code enforcement. Code enforcement will sit it out the uh, violation of their appearance in court.
0: Uh, were bars and restaurants given advance notice that these sorts of checks were going to be done?
1: No, they weren't. Uh, the bottom line is that we've been. We've been through the education portion. And that's what I kind of explained to the mayor and, uh, you know, the other people, the other stakeholders is that we've been down this education road on the mayor's executive order for quite some time. Now, there's no need to do any additional education on the current mitigation factors. Uh, I believe that the uh, establishments are fully aware of that. And uh, it, it's time to start driving things down. You know, the way I look at life is uh, it's kind of like a... I can sit here all day long and tell you that you should wear a seatbelt and why you should wear a seatbelt or why you shouldn't speed and you should slow down. But sometimes people don't get the picture until you start sighting. And, uh, you know, that's kind of where we're at right now.
0: But at this point, you don't know yet what you or your department's going to be asked to do in relation to the new mitigations and the prohibition on uh, indoor bar and restaurant service.
1: No, not yet. Obviously, uh, I was part of a conversation today and, uh, that conversation is going to uh, uh, get back together tomorrow. I guess that group is going to get back together tomorrow. Uh, obviously, it's got the medical professionals are involved in this, and uh, their input, as long as with, you know, I think some other people, uh, other stakeholders, other elected officials, the public health department, et cetera. And, again, it's about trying to make sure we're consistent. You know, we can't have one rule for Springfield and a different rule for Jerome, uh, who's right across the street from a competing business. So we're trying to really get everybody on the same page here and bring the right stakeholders to come to some type of agreement on how we're going to handle this. And, uh, you know, eventually we may end up going. You know, that may be what we do is we go to what the uh, governor's restrictions are, and that may be where we get to. Uh, or there may be something a little bit short of that. You know, again, that's not my decision to make. And uh, once we're notified of what the plan is going to be, we'll be more than happy to take our part in, uh, in doing this. And, again, you know, the biggest key is we just want everybody to comply. Everybody's got to do their part if everybody would just wear a mask and everybody would do the social distance, wash your hands, proper hygiene, that kind of thing. The medical professionals again, today were saying that we can drive this down, but that's not occurring. You know, there's, there, you know, there's issues going on around the community and they're saying that there's wide community spread right now. And a lot of it goes back to just us letting our guard down as a community and, uh, you know, becoming complacent where before we weren't. And, uh, that's kind of where we're at right now. It's just trying to reinforce everybody to do their part. And I, th- I think there should be, a, you know, an education campaign that we all got to do our part. And it can't just be on the backs of the uh, the businesses. It, it, we have to take some individual responsibility for our own behaviors and do our part so these businesses can hopefully survive. And uh, I think that's the key here is trying to come out with some kind of uh, uh, balance here that takes in the interest of the uh, in the businesses as well as the public safety and the public health.
0: If the order comes down uh, that the, the city and the county say businesses are going to have to close indoor dining and bar service, are, are you prepared to have your officers enforce that?
1: That's something we'll have that discussion with. You know, uh, again, I think there has to be a, uh, a consistent effort around the county. If the Springfield Police Department and the city of Springfield does their part, but the rest of the county doesn't, are we really going to make that big a difference? And that was my question today. Are we going to have an impact if the city of Springfield does their part, but nobody else does? And it's not just that. It's the entire region. If Sagina County does their part, does Adams County do their part? Does Jersey County do their part? So, again, you know, in a perfect world, we would have the, uh, the county chairmen of every county in the region as well as every law enforcement official as well as every mayor and every major population center in these counties all on the same page to move forward because – we can't move forward unless everybody else moves forward. And so, again, you know, um, we're a team player here at Springfield Police Department. We'll do our part to to keep our community safe. But um, we just want some consistency, and hopefully everybody else comes to the table and we can come to some type of agreement on how we're going to address this pandemic.
0: Uh, Chief Kenny Winslow, before I let you go, uh, something else I didn't tell you I was going to ask about, but I just learned about it a few minutes ago. And you mentioned, uh, you know, the election and, and things keeping you busy. Uh, and I got noticed that there are apparently some households in town have gotten a threatening letter that seems to be uh, suggesting people could be targeted for uh, for violence against their property based upon who they're supporting in the election. Uh, have you been apprised of this? Is this something that, that's happening uh, uh, quite a lot around town?
1: I was just apprised of it probably about five minutes before we got on the phone. I had been in another meeting, but since I got out of that meeting, they brought me up to speed on that. We are currently working with our law enforcement partners at the federal and the state level to address these issues. I'm not aware of a bunch of them. I would encourage any of your listeners that if they've received any type of letter, they contact the Springfield Police Department immediately so we can take the appropriate action to follow it up. But I know of at least uh, one and possibly two that we are currently working.
0: Uh, Is there reason for anybody to be concerned if they do receive a letter like this?
1: Right now, I have no uh, reason to believe that anybody's at harm or at risk. But again, uh, it appears from some preliminary information that these type of letters might be going out in other places in the state. Uh, and I'll just leave it at that. So, again, we we do want to track down who's responsible for this type of action and hold them accountable.
0: Chief Kenny Winslow, we appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Have a good day. Now, uh, 522. We'll talk a little bit more about that. That is breaking news here in just the uh, the last few minutes. And so we'll talk a little bit more about that. See what you think about the chief's response here uh, to what's happening with the bars and restaurants. But again, uh, still up in the air. And there is supposed to be a news conference tomorrow. City and county officials to explain what the next steps are. The mayor calling a special city council meeting for Tuesday with apparently uh, more emergency action and a proposed modification to the city code related to public health so uh and we again don't know exactly what's being proposed there still a lot of moving parts with all of this we're going to stay on top of it we'll keep you updated here live and local on wmay